What's up, 30 Tribe? Before we begin, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast across all podcast platforms. And if you use Apple Podcasts, please rate and review our podcast. Also, keep the conversation going on social by following us on Instagram and Facebook at 30 Truth Podcast and on Twitter at 30 Truth Pod. Also, if you have any listener letters, questions, comments, or scenarios you want to share, send us an email at 30truthpodcast at gmail.com. We may just feature it on the show. All right, now let's get to it. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the 30 Truth Podcast, where we discuss the truth and lies about adulting as a 30-something. I'm your host, Arkman DeRosier, and outside of being an entrepreneur, a content creator, and a millennial thought leader, think of me as a brother, a friend, a colleague, or just a random guy that likes all of your social media posts. Now, instead of us trying to navigate through our 30s on our own, let's journey together for the next few moments and uncover some truths, share a few gems, and have a few laughs while we're at it. This is the 30 Truth Podcast. Hey, 30 Tribe, welcome back to another episode of the 30 Truth Podcast. Thanks for joining us for 30 minutes or less as we discuss the truth and lies about adulting as a 30-something. 30 Tribe, how y'all doing, man? Did y'all did y'all survive the Popeye's apocalypse? I mean, um, you know, clearly uh, this was the end of time and uh, Jesus sent manna through a fried chicken sandwich. Um, and I'm just hoping that you guys survived the apocalypse slash rapture of uh, all the chicken sandwiches it's funny um according to twitter apparently popeye's official page posted that they're like for real sold out so like you can't even get this sandwich and i'm sure they're like some places you probably still can in the suburbs that you know people don't frequent popeye's but nevertheless they are taking a break and they said look y'all done y'all done really you know threw us off our game a little bit and uh, i hope you're proud of yourselves all right y'all done broke popeye's and we don't know how long it's going to take for them to get it fixed because clearly uh, they were not prepared. So, anywho, 30 Tribe, welcome to episode number nine. I have to tell you again, and I say this all the time, but I really have to let you know that I really appreciate your support of this endeavor I have taken on known as podcasting. I mean, the fact that you are willing to take 30 minutes or less out of your busy life every week to hear my thoughts on life as a 30-something really means the world to me. Honestly, truly. (laughs) So like we always do at this time, I like to start off the show with our Truth Be Told segment. And in this segment, as some of you already know, it's where I take a moment to rant about a person, place, thing, or idea relevant in the culture. All right? So my first Truth Be Told is actually more like an acknowledgement and superlative. All right? So truth be told, the new HBO show, A Black Lady Sketch Show, is pretty damn good. I mean, shout out to all the black comedians, actresses, and writers on the show that are literally sprinkling noir pixie dust all over the HBO network, all of our TV screens, all over social media. I mean, truth be told, I don't even have cable, okay? (laughs) Okay, I'll keep it 100. I don't even have cable. But the clips that I've been seeing featured on their official Facebook page and people reposting and sharing, definitely getting a lot of buzz. I mean, I really am getting a sense of what the show is about and the quality and the level and just the the foolery and all of those things that really are making this, you know, thing really catch catch fire a little bit. Um, and I mean, honestly, yeah, like I'm I'm really like 
yo, like this show is really, really, really good. Sorry, I got thrown over there. And so I'm really like, hey, you know, although I'm a little fiscally conservative because of my student debt, you know what I mean? So cable just is not part of the factor right now, especially when you have other streaming services. But I literally am like, yo, I need to watch all of this show because the clips I've seen so far are just really, really good. So truth be told, I've watched at least like four of their sketches um, on from social media, on Facebook primarily. And it's just good entertainment. It's well-written. It's good comedy. It's stuff that also makes you think a little bit. It gives you a different perspective. And I think ultimately, like, they're showing that the range of black actresses and black comedians and that, you know, hey, we don't just do that one style of comedy uh, that are just, like, loud and, you know, really ratchet or what have you. Like, it's actually well-rounded, well-developed sketches. And I really, really like it. So, like, the... Um, there's one I saw today, and it was a sketch based on the first uh, Black Sports Groupies. Oh, my gosh. Like, you guys have to see that. It's, like, set in the 1930s. I mean, it's just perfect backdrop. The language, the characters. I think Issa Rae is in there. Uh, uh, Natasha Rothwell. Oh, and, of course, you know, Robin Thede herself. Oh, and there's another one. There's another sketch that I really enjoy on there called uh, The Basic Ball Sketch. Oh, my gosh. Like, guys, you have to watch this show. Truth be told, I didn't hear a lot about the show, um, you know, up until maybe about, I guess, maybe a month before it was actually released. But, and I, and I, you know, I wasn't sure as to, like, what to expect from the show and the show's creator. You know, Robin Thede, um, she's kind of had a, a mixed past in the entertainment industry. I remember her having a night show on BET a few years ago, and it was kind of short-lived. You know what I mean? Truth be told, I ain't seen her do nothing major, you know, after that. So I didn't know what to expect from the show. But I did get a chance to listen to an interview that Jamel Hill did with Robin Thede. And it gave me more insight on how talented she really is. And I think she just needed the right place to show showcase that and it looks like HBO has given her the creativity the freedom to be able to do that uh, through this show and so I think she's actually really prepared for this moment so it kind of makes sense that this show is just really really great content and I'm just loving it and I really want to encourage y'all to take a moment to look um look at the show find the sketches follow their social media and I think it was announced actually this week that a black lady sketch show has actually been renewed for a second season on HBO and so truth be told I'm here for it. All right. So for my next truth be told. Now, you should have heard this already. Um, this is definitely big, big news right now. Um, and, you know, if you don't know, I mean, I don't know where you've been, but the Amazon rainforest is literally on fire. OK, a significant portion of the Amazon rainforest is on fire. And, you know, the Amazon rainforest provides 20 percent of the world's oxygen. And truth be told, with this thing being on fire, it ain't looking too good for us humans. I mean, seriously, truth be told, I mean, it's no laughing matter. The Amazon is really, really like a big supply, or I should say source, if you will. If you think about natural resources, I mean, the Amazon forest is a natural resource, and that's just for oxygen, right? We're not even talking about historically how there have been um, medicinal um, things that grow or medicinal plants and things of that nature that grow there that people have utilized for uh, homeopathic medicine. But that's a whole other discussion there. 
But truth be told, with Amazon being on fire, it is directly affecting the indigenous people of South America that still live on the land, that cultivate and protect the land. I mean, what are they supposed to do now? Their homes and livelihood are burning to the ground without the possibility of even repair. Truth be told, like their safety and legacy is also in danger. If you've seen the news, there's video clips of the indigenous people literally watching their land burn and they are grieved by it. And then, you know, the media is getting a chance to actually see the hurt and despair as a result of this forest uh, being burned. You know, some of us are a little detached from those type of things, um, you know, as not being environmentalists, but those people are living and experiencing literally all they know and what they um, care for being burned away. Now, I read an article on Vox, okay, and they were saying that um, the Amazon rainforest does not burn naturally, okay? Instead, the fires are ignited by people. So you have farmers that are using slash and burn tactics in order to like clear the land and you know that stuff is actually illegal this time of year in brazil because of the high fire risk but also you have illegal logging operations in brazil um that have known that have been known to start fires you know as a tactic to drive the indigenous people off their land to cover their tracks and then ultimately they want to you know build or use those resources for their own gain and so the amazonic uh, rainforest has experienced a record number of fires this year i'm talking like seven 74,000, you know, fires. So you're talking brush fires, small bush fires. I mean, literally it's burning. Like it is burning. And so, I mean, with these numbers, this, this is just like a crisis right now. Like this, it needs to be like handled immediately. I know they have the G7 summit this week and, you know, it's supposed to be talked about. And, you know, I know that Brazil's um, a president who has been accused of kind of neglecting it is taking some action by sending in some troops. But, you know, hopefully it's not too late. Hopefully they are really, you know, understanding that we have lost time in resolving this issue and we need to do our best to try to uh, save more of the forest as well as save time um, to, you know, our, our quality of life here. So truth be told, According to that same article that I read on Vox, the Amazon is not the only place even like burning like right now, right? So there are like other places around the globe that's burning, including Siberia, uh, the Canary Islands, Greenland, and Alaska. So, I mean, truth be told, I'm not an environmentalist, but the Amazon burning makes me really believe the notion that more and more that the Earth is dying, climate change is real, and if humans don't put a plan in place, execute that plan effectively, we won't have a plan to live on. Truth be told. All right, y'all, let's take a quick break and let's hear from our sponsor and we'll be back with our today's truth segment. Support for this episode is being brought to you by Belle Nouveau Beauty. Belle Nouveau Beauty is a company that provides handcrafted and natural beauty products for healthier skin and hair. Belle Nouveau Beauty is a great selection of moisturizing body products, skincare, and hair products specifically for curly, coily, and textured hair. As a special offer, listeners can save 15% off their order with promo code 30. Visit www.bellenouveau.com today to start your journey to healthier skin and hair. Beat me 911 and call me on the cell phone. I'll call you back. See what you gonna tell me. You don't wanna take no if ands or waits or so sulfates. Sulfates? No, sulfates. No, that's shampoo. I don't. <laughs> you know. 
Okay, you know how you like know certain songs from back in the day and you're kind of singing them and you realize you don't know all the lyrics? Yeah, Missy Elliott's Beat Me 911. Can someone clarify that? Is she saying sulfates? I don't know that she would be talking about sulfates um, after not responding to a 911 page um, for those days when they had pagers. But anyway, <laughs> sorry y'all. I'm on a Missy Elliott kick after the MTV VMA Vanguard Award performance this past Monday. And, um, you know, the clips and everything that I saw, I mean, it was just a great performance. And it definitely reminded me how many hits Missy Elliott has. And so I've been going back through her discography. And, uh, yeah, she's got some jams. So BB911, definitely a hitter. Anyways, <laughs> so we are back. Uh, thanks for sticking around for the next segment of this ninth episode of the 30 Truth Podcast. So this segment is our today's truth segment. And for those of you who are new to the show, um, it's kind of like our main discussion, right? It's where I try to share my perspective, my experiences, and some wisdom on a topic that I believe 30-somethings can relate to. So for today's truth segment, I want to take a moment to talk about changing spaces, Okay. Now, changing spaces, um, changing up your environment, your surroundings, and and all the things that can enhance your life, your productivity as a 30-something. And so, just to give you a little context here, this past weekend, and partly this week as well, I've actually spent some time sprucing up my apartment. So every now and then I get into this mood where I want to switch things up by adding uh, a piece in or throwing a few things away, uh, as well as finishing some home projects, you know, that I meant to do. Like, I know some of y'all probably got some curtains that need to be hung up. You know what I mean? You probably got a plant that needs some attention. You probably got a wall that still needs to be painted. So, you know, it's kind of like taking a moment to do all of that, right? And I'm the type of person that likes my place and my spaces to be very, like, familiar and feel like home, have, like, almost like a nostalgic effect to it. So I'm very uh, particular about those type of things. And so, you know, being that I've been a transient, though, I've lived in multiple cities in the last decade, and so for me, what home feels like has kind of evolved, you know, because I have fond memories of the cities that I've lived in, you know, those things kind of walk with me and carry with me, so it's not just about, like, my parents' home, but it's about the homes that I've built over the years, and so I try to embody that or a little bit of that in every new space that I'm in, right? And so, you know, sometimes the evolution can be translated through me switching up the color scheme or changing up the artwork or or maybe even like rearranging furniture. And, you know, sometimes I even get into a creative mode, uh, you know, and I have to go into this mode of trying to make something um, to add to the layout. Now, I wouldn't consider myself a handyman. I'm not some craftsman. You know, I don't I don't consider myself to be over Overton Wakefield Jones. Yeah, I remember living single Overton, the handyman. He was madly in love with Sinclair. Anyways, great show. Great show in the 90s. And I definitely don't consider myself to be, you know, being out in Texas. I don't consider myself to be, uh, what's their, uh, those, that couple, uh, Chip. <laughs> Chip and uh, the other lady from the Magnolia Farms, the fixer-upper. I don't consider myself to be that. But I do enjoy applying some of my HGTV and YouTube University acquired knowledge into creating a piece or, like, rehabbing, like, an old piece. Like, I'm an, I, honestly, y'all, I'm an avid thrifter. Like, I love going thrifting, and I love finding something thrown away and giving it new life. Mm, come on. 
Look, I love finding something thrown away and giving it new life. Now, that's a sermon for another day, so we're going <laughs> to just leave that to the side right there. So getting back to it, um, today's truth. So in changing up my space this weekend, I felt like I gained three things, and I think it was important to share that with you guys, just as something that's irrelevant and that's happening in my life and maybe is happening in your life as well or maybe needs to happen. So hopefully you can gain something from that. And so... The three, the three things that I've gained um, in changing up my space. Number, number one, I gained clarity. So I hate to, you know, get Marie Kondo on you, but gosh dang it, she got a point. She really, really do. Like getting rid of the clutter felt so good in that it gave me more room to think, create, produce more efficiently. I mean, my productivity has definitely gotten a lot better. After clearing the clutter and gaining clarity, I'm telling y'all, a trash bag and a little determination can bring you so much clarity to your physical, your emotional, and your mental space. I mean, some of us just carry too much, right? We just carry so much through the things that we've accumulated. And I'm not just talking about like the actual weight itself. But I guarantee you there are items in your space that carry like pressures or they carry uh, uh, memories or they carry, you know, reflections of bad decisions. Like just get rid of all of that. Okay. Like Marie Kondo said, if it doesn't bring you joy or serve you true significance, why is it still here? Okay. You're probably staring at it right now. If you're in your room, your living room, your kitchen, there's something there that shouldn't be there and you know it shouldn't be there. And so that clarity can also be achieved just by rearranging some things in your space as well, right? So, for example, one of the things that I did is that I decided to move my my desk and my laptop and all that um, outside of my bedroom. It was initially in my bedroom. I moved it outside of my bedroom. And so, after that, I realized that I was hindering rest and relaxation because my stress shared the same space where I sleep, okay? Let me repeat that to you. I realized that I was hindering my own rest and relaxation because my stress shared the same space where I sleep, okay? Like, you can interpret that beyond, you know, furniture, right? It may be uh, the job that's a stress, right? My business, that's a stress, right? These things that I love, but they still bring me stress. It may be a person, you know, that is, is, is you know, creating stress. Now, I don't have no person in my bedroom, but if you have a person in your bedroom that maybe is, is creating stress, and so therefore you can't really get rest and relaxation because literally your stress is in the same room dominating the same space. And so you're wondering why you're waking up tired, not clear thought, not having clarity to pursue all the things you're supposed to pursue throughout the day, throughout the week, and what have you. So I'm going to just leave that right there. You can interpret what needs to be rearranged, but I myself had to take my desk and my laptop out of the room into another space so that I can have a sense of clarity. And all in all, you know, getting the clarity you need on the inside may start with you just taking a step on clearing things up on the outside. All right, so grab a trash bag and get to work. So number two, the second thing I experienced, um, you know, once clearing up the space, right, I was able to see things more clearly and it gave me a new perspective on all that was around me. Everything that was now like right in the right place um, had more value. I could actually like see it. I can sense it. It felt positioned correctly. And I literally paused and sat. And I looked around and the only language I had to describe that moment or that feeling or that realization was gratitude. 
okay? So the second thing that I gained in changing up my space was gratitude. I felt so grateful about what I have and content with what I didn't have. There was no comparing what I used to have back when or no temptation to like recreate it. In fact, I think I felt even more empowered to add, you know, something to the space according to how I now see the space, okay? I felt empowered to add something to the space according to how I now see the space. And so it just felt right. You know, I felt very fortunate to be in the right space and everything felt like it was in the right position. So having a clear space forced me to begin now filling it with things that would actually enhance my life. And I really believe there's always more room for gratitude. So I gained gratitude by changing up my space. And then the last thing that I gained was, honestly, it was just a sense of accomplishment. I mean, just to be frank with you, it was a sense of accomplishment that I gained lastly. Because, look, sometimes you just have to pat yourself on the back and give yourself credit for getting ish done. I mean, literally, you got it done. You deserve a hand clap. Affirm yourself every chance you get. And and honestly, I think affirming yourself and giving yourself that pat on the back will increase your chances of doing something else. And so all your productivity is just going further and further and further. And I really want to take a moment to, you know, along with that point is to like encourage those of you who have moved into new spaces and new places. If it's, you know, a new apartment or a new house, regardless, it's challenging for you to make that space your own, to make it feel like home, to make it feel um, like it has a sense of clarity and gratitude and all that. And so, you know, that's work. And I just want to commend you as well as like encourage you to continue to do that and pat yourself on the back when you get those little things done, whether it be, you know, putting together the desk, putting together um, the bed set or what have you, you know, it's a lot of work, you know, trying to piece all these things together in your space to make it a place where you can thrive, where you can be and you can dwell and have a sense of peace, um, especially when you're waiting on new furniture to come in. So, you know, that's really what I have for today's truth. So in changing up my space, once again, I gained three things. I gained clarity. I gained gratitude and I gained a sense of accomplishment. And so, you know, I hope today's truth was practical in a sense, but also equally made you think a little bit. Hopefully it was thought provoking. And, you know, this is how life works, right? That through changing up my personal space, something that I've done before, for this time in my life, in this chapter of my life, I experienced almost like an inner shifting that was happening. And so I hope you experience the same, whether you start today, whether you start tomorrow or next week. Remember that your space is yours and you have the right to change it to meet the current needs of your life, physical, emotional, and mental. And that is today's truth. Okay, guys, so we've come to the final segment of our show called The Lasting Truth. And The Lasting Truth is our truth for thought through a proverb, principle, ideology, or quote. We hope that our lasting truth leaves you with something that will help you grow in wisdom, inspire change, and encourage accountable action. With our discussion on changing spaces and how the climate is changing in lieu of the Amazon, I thought this quote from the former yet are forever president, Barack Obama, would be quite suitable for this conversation. It reads as follows. 
Change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. Barack Obama. I love this quote um, because obviously it's truthful, right? We can sit around waiting for someone else to do it, waiting for someone else to save us, uh, waiting for someone else to do what we're supposed to be doing. But by the time you get to your 30s, you start to realize that it's a constant theme and reality that we are our own heroes. We are our own change makers. We're the ones that have to save the day. So being that we're on borrowed time, we must make the most of every moment and all the time we have left. So I encourage you all, let's take courage and take the necessary steps to make the change in our lives as well as the world around us. And that is today's lasting truth. Hey friend, thanks again for tuning into another episode of the 30 Truth Podcast. If you haven't done so already, comment and subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcast. Follow us across all social media at 30 Truth Podcast and be sure to share this episode with your followers using hashtag the 30 Truth. If you have any questions or want to be featured on our show, email us at 30truthpodcast at gmail.com.